Hello again everybody, this is uh, Jason Powers, so today we're going to discuss a host of things, but namely uh, our uh, president's uh, call for a vaccine passport, amongst other things. Meanwhile, um, that's a cover for the Afghanistan debacle that he's currently overseeing and he refuses to address. Sorry, I'm getting bothered here in the house by a fly it won't go away which is kind of like the one that landed on Mike Pence back several months ago so we're in the midst of a republic crisis I'm tired of the word democracy this is a democratic republic we have been refusing to acknowledge that the citizens should not be lorded over like they are in Australia right now where Dictates have, uh, dictates have been handed down to submit the people to authoritarian rule where the governor uh, the government is arresting people for going out of their homes they're treating people like the Chinese did back in Wuhan or at least the, the way they projected that out to the, the world population this is a result of people who are drunk with power who are covering up their misdeeds who refuse to be held to account, and they will be held to account. Mark my words. Mark those words. They will be held to account in this life or the next. Next up on this broadcast. Today I'm calling on more country, more companies, I should say, in the private sector to step up with vaccine requirements that will reach millions more people. If you're a business leader, a nonprofit leader, a state or local leader who has been waiting for full FDA approval to require vaccinations, I call on you now to do that. Require it. Do what I did last month. Require your employees to get vaccinated or face strict requirements. So there's your there's your president requiring people, uh, requiring or actually suggesting that corporations should do requirements for vaccination. Um, that would be considered fascism because it's a marriage of government power and corporate power to submit the people to make them do things that they should not have to do. Just because they've re- the FDA had fast tracked an approval. Uh, evidently using a study that they, they themselves manipulated by not uh, keeping the control uh, control group alive. In other words, a uh, double-blind study placebo with a placebo. And they said, oh, well, we'll just forget that. So approving a, uh, approving a vaccination here is is dangerous. It has been dangerous. We know it's dangerous. And just so you know, just so I'm not just making that claim... We've, uh, we've also seen um, the results of people's post-vaccinations. Uh, they're doing autopsies. They're noticing what's going on inside people. They're approving this for children. They're approving this for pregnant women. 
This is recklessness. This is actually criminal. This makes Dr. Mengele look like a good guy. That's saying something. I'm not just, you know, making the hyperbole there. This is this is becoming um, beyond dangerous in our country. But of course, I expected this out of our Mr. Mr. Uh, Joe Biden. So here's another uh, video. Hopefully, I can get it up here. It's going to take a bit. So here we go. Signs must now be placed on the front doors of homes in South Australia where returned travellers are isolating for two weeks. Harvey Biggs has the exclusive details for us. Now, Harvey, basically authorities hope that this will add another layer of protection. They do, Kate, and I can show you what these signs look like. They are a clear warning to anyone that those inside are completing their 14 days of isolation and it will help mitigate the risk to potential visitors like mail and food delivery providers. But it's also hoped to provide another layer of security because neighbours may alert authorities to anyone breaking the home isolation rules. Now these signs started being used last week for some people travelling to SA from interstate who were granted an exemption from SA Health to complete their isolation at a private residence. And Nine News understands in the coming weeks it will be used in South Australia's home quarantine trial for returning overseas travellers. It's the first trial of its kind in the country. Defence personnel and other low-risk people are likely to be part of the first cohort and there are lots of other safeguards around the program including an app participants can be tracked on but it is hope you get that an app that the assistants can be tracked on so this is coming to us by the way because they're testing it in australia uh it's being you know the vaccine passports came out in july ostensibly in france and they've been resisting it for the last uh, three or four weekends marching this won't end until the people rise up and I mean peacefully going to the streets, expressing your grievances with your government. These people do no longer are your leaders. These people are your terrorists. The United States of America, France, Britain, Spain, Australia, the entire Western world, Western Westphalian system of governance that was established back when uh, in 1216 with the Magna Carta, when actually the knights held King John to great account because they didn't like his authoritarian rules in back then, and they brought him to heel. That's where that actually began. I'm not going to go into a history lesson there because I don't know the entire history there, but I do know that that's where it started. So we've been dealing with this. We've been dealing with this great idea of the Westphalian system for the last 800 years. And we're being broke down by the Chinese Communist Party and others, the globalists, the people that are uh, putting you under their thumb and dictating to you what your life should be for the last, uh, I don't know, it's been kind of crazy, but for the last uh, 20 months or so, they've been wrecking our society on a daily basis. And this is this is making it harder and harder for everybody who's involved. I can't imagine what it's like to to have people believe that this is a good idea and that somehow this is going to uh, improve society. But it won't, and that's the whole point of this. They're not they're not about trying to improve our society. This is about them trying to um, um, uh, bring everybody to heal. So another quote from uh, Mr. Biden. We'll let him uh, talk again. As soon as I get it up, can do. It's one thing for somebody to say that and keep pounding that in the head of their five granddaughters as well. But to guess what? Until they see it, until they watch, it becomes real then. 
That's why, by the way, she's, it happens to be in Asia for me right now, but that's why we have a female vice president of the United States of America who's going to be, we're going to have some presidents pretty soon. My, this is the whole objective of the, the Democrats have gone full communist. They don't care about the qualifications of the person. They care about the skin color. They care about the sex of a person. They don't care about the actual uh, ability to to do things that they're switch, um, that are necessary in order to achieve um, success in life. And of course, this is what what is being driven from the the elite status. See, the elite want to make us all serfs. The elite doesn't don't think that the rest of us should have rights. This has been ongoing ever since we revolted the United States of America back in the, the seventeen. 76 or actually throughout the the 1760s through to 1776 that was a long process it actually roughly took about 13 years to come to a revolution where we declared declared ourselves independent from the the british empire and the british crown and ever since then we've had people try to undermine our our uh, constitution the brits in particular the war of 1812 the civil war they were sided with the south they want it there there's always been this globalist objective they want their they want their trade they want they want their middlemen one of the biggest con schemes isn't about capitalism it's about people that like to insert themselves in the midst of trade and get their 2% it's easier you know why they want to do that because it's easy to manage that they want to manage transactions they don't want to actually do all the hard work that the laborers do and they don't want to they don't want to have to capitalize anything what they do is they create intermediary systems where they can siphon off the money with the least amount of risk. I mean, it's a good gig if you can get it. What do you think Wall Street is? You don't need anybody to trade stocks for you. You can trade stocks for yourself. The market itself should be open. But the reason why you have big companies like, you know, the Black Rocks and the and the hedge, super big hedge funds and stuff like that, they're there to they're there to gather power and wealth. For the, for the elite status people who think that they're just so much smarter than you are. They aren't that, they aren't that, they aren't that smart. All they are is that much more corrupt. And for the, for the wokesters out there, it isn't capitalism that's evil and wrong. It's the people that get involved in it that make it into a cronyism or create a cabal of a, basically a cartel system or do like the Democrats do where they seize the seize the powers of all the agencies of the United States of America and governance and all the agencies and all the school systems and everything. And people can say, well, why did you let that happen? I didn't let anything happen. This has been an ongoing objective since the actually the nineteen twenties. Ever since they ever since women uh garnered the right to vote, there's been a, a plan afoot to to undermine the United States sovereignty by the Marxist, by uh, people that are just extremely hard left, who want to bring everybody to heel, and and many of these people, the elites and the technocrats that they deploy, uh, who teach and, and 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 basically subvert the United States Constitution and subvert law and subvert the education system and assert uh, 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 subvert to medical knowledge. See, that's an that's that's part and parcel to this entire plan they finally decided that the best way to undermine and destroy the United States of America and the Western world and the Westphalian system is to use medical uh, tyranny to accomplish their goals 
They don't care because they know through medical tearing, people are too stupid, according to them, to understand their uh, their uh, mandat, their uh, uh, what would you call it, their malicious uh, situation as far as what they're trying to do to you. Um, that most people aren't going to be versed in biology, in the intricacies of vi- virology and uh, cellular. Um, uh, machinates that they have uh, basically improved upon over the last 20 or 30 years basically ever since AIDS was uh, identified as a retrovirus they've been using that using that I guess you could say technology that understanding to destroy the western world basically that's that's what it boils down to I don't see any other hypothesis that really fits the fits the bill because what I see is these people uh Trying to make huge amount of profits, seizing production from people, forcing them into uh, forcing them to do something under the guise of a, a medical emergency over a fucking flu that they created in a lab that we are not holding China or our United States government to account because they both were involved in this maliciousness, and that's the reason why we're in such a dangerous situation. They put us in this dangerous situation. They have foisted this on the entire world. And these people will need to be held to account. And they know that. And so they're doing everything in their power to subvert and destroy every every uh, every bit of your uh, ability to uh, have a life that matters. And to, to basically take away everything, everything that was worked so hard for by so many people and so many generations before. The Chinese are Nazis. They are your Nazis. They are your modern 21st century Nazis. They developed a China model of totalitarian control. And they're cracking down. As a matter of fact, they're continuing to crack down over there. They're seizing. Um, They want your data. They want to use that data to develop further bioweapons against the United States and other countries. They don't care who they kill. They have the, the the CCP has no no care whatsoever who they kill in this world, and oh by the way, they garnered most of that technology from the United States medical system, in uh, funded by the NIAID, funded by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. These are eugenicists. These people don't think you deserve to live. That is where we're at. I've said this over and over, and just so you know, I'm just not just talking out my rear end. I'm gonna let you listen to. Dr. Stephanie uh, Seneff, she's an MIT senior researcher, and um, I, probably for the next 10 to 15 minutes, I'll just let her speak for herself, and we'll go from there. Pleasure of having, of having a, a guest, guest from overseas, Stephanie, Stephanie Seneff, she's, she's a doctor from, from MIT. MIT. She, she actually um, is with us uh, from Hawaii, and she, she has... She knows a lot about RNA, she's written books and a book about um, toxicology of glyphosate. Welcome, Stephanie, to this program all the way from Hawaii. Maybe if you could say a few words about yourself, your specialty and how you came into this pandemic. Yes, yes, agree. Agree. Thank, thank you. you. Um, so, so I am a, a senior research scientist at MIT, which is the highest rank on the research staff. I've worked at MIT all, all my career. My education, my education is all at MIT, and I have four degrees from MIT, bachelor's in biology, and then a master's, EE degree, and PhD in computer science and electrical engineering. 
So, so um, I, you, I, you know, <laughs> my, work my work has always been, been you know, you know yeah, uh, my early work, work was developing uh, precursors to Amazon Echo and, and, uh, and, and iPhone, Siri, Siri iPhone, and conversation with computers. But about, about um, 2008 time frame, I got concerned about autism, the rates going up in the United States, and I wanted to figure out what was causing that. And I looked for five years before I came upon glyphosate, and when I came upon glyphosate, I knew I hit it. I hit, I hit a home run. run. I, I, I just stopped, stopped everything else and really, really went deep dive into glyphosate. Absolutely, consequences is this book, book um, Toxic, Toxic Legacy. Legacy. So uh, that, that just came out July first of this year. And so, and so I'm, I'm just, just going to actually show the book so that everybody can can, 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 um, can actually see that. So Toxic Legacy, glyphosate, and then what did you learn when you started to? The, to, 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 to look, look into a, all the toxicity behind these products. Well, well I, learned I learned that there was much more than autism, and I started, I started to realize that glyphosate is also a primary driver behind the obesity epidemic, the diabetes epidemic, fatty liver disease, various cancers, of course, not Hodgkin's lymphoma, which now there are many lawsuits confronting Bayer, who now owns Monsanto, who was the original patent holder of the chemical. And, and um, so, so it's, it's been, been quite a ride, and I've found astonishing correlations between the rise in diabetes, obesity, pancreatic cancer, cancer autism, Alzheimer's, a huge list of diseases have been rising in prevalence in the United States. States. That's, That's why, why we have such a horrendous health care situation today. We can't afford the health care coverage of our population because we're so sick. And, and I, I don't understand, understand why the government, government can't, can't see what's happening. I'm very frustrated that they're not devoting huge amounts of money to figuring out what's causing the onset of epidemic. They just, they just report every year, yes, it's gone up again, of course. It's a frightening trend, and it's going to be, I think it's going to take us down. And once we've got all these adults with huge disabilities because of their autism, my body should take care of them. I can't picture the future right now. And, you know, you know uh, as, we as we see into the pandemics, it's been actually split into various phases. One of the phases uh, was the, the lockdown phase, phase, the second phase was sort of removal of early treatments, treatments. and then, and then uh, we had this vaccine candidate and this RNA, RNA technology. I know you, you prepared an article um, uh, that you published into, your, into, into a journal. Um, can you please tell us what drove you sorry, to, um, to um, prepare this article? Right, right, yes, yes. and of course, course I've been looking at vaccines as a possible cause of autism, and I do think they are a contributing factor, perhaps a major contributing factor, I'm not sure yet, <laughs> but it, these, these vaccines really, really concern me. I was watching the development of the, Trump pushing this really rapid development, skipping a whole bunch of steps, and just brand new technology, and of course, as a biologist, I was very interested in technology, and started looking into the MRA. Um, platform, platform and what, what all, all they have to do to make these, these things, things work. work. And, and so this was a very um, interesting project that Greg and I and I spent really several months writing this paper with three rounds of review, six reviewers. It was very carefully researched, lots and lots of references. And what we found was terrifying, in my opinion. I think that we're up for we're up against uh, a future that's even more grim than we have today with respect to autoimmune disease, neurodegenerative disease, cancer, all these rates are going to go up. Younger people are going to get these diseases, younger and younger, more and more people. We won't know why. You know, we won't connect the dots. And it's because of this, these injections are extremely dangerous. And that's because they cause your cells to produce the spike, the spike protein, protein without control, and, and they, they can't, can't stop doing it, and they are very concerned about that. The cells are on fire because of it, and they don't, they don't know how to control it. it. They produce these massive antibodies. I mean, it works as far as what they want it to do, is to produce a strong antibody response to the spike protein, which is the membrane protein of the virus, 
they, they see it spectacularly well. well. That's, that's the danger, actually, because, because those, those antibodies can become autoantibodies that attack all kinds of tissues, uh, causing various autoimmune diseases. And I think that, and then there's another problem with spike protein, is a prion-like protein. That's been written about in published papers. Pausen is a leader in that space, and others have pointed out that that spike protein has, and I've pointed out that it has characteristic features of spike, of a prion protein. Those are like bad cow disease in cows and Crystal disease in humans, humans, but also these prion proteins are seeds for misfolding other proteins like alpha nucleic Parkinson's disease and amyloid beta for Alzheimer's. So we're going to have, I think, because of the massive production of spike protein, which actually gets out into circulation, goes to the brain. Triggers uh, a process that eventually ends up with a debilitating neurodegenerative disease. That's what I see. That's my biggest concern. I'm also concerned about ADE, antibody dependent enhancement. We wrote about that in our paper as well. And that concern is starting to look true. It looked for a while, it looked good that it wasn't happening. They knew this was a possibility. And then they didn't care. I mean, they were like, let's just be reckless. Let's just hope this doesn't happen. And now here we are in the United States. I don't know if you've heard about Cape Cod. Provincetown, Cape Cod, it's a, 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 a real eye-opener because they had a big, a big outbreak there on the 4th of July, and um, they found 75% of the um, cases were fully vaccinated in that, in that outbreak. And the, and the fully vaccinated, 80% of them had symptoms, so it's supposed to be, oh yeah, well, don't worry, you'll have mild, mild disease. disease. It might not you know, really keep you from getting infected, but you'll have mild disease. That wasn't true either. 80% had symptoms. Uh, uh, that. And, and then it, it was this uh, new Delta, Delta variant, which is rapidly taking over the entire country. So, so I think in, the, in the, probably in a couple of months, I don't know, we're going to be in a situation where I think the vaccinated people will be at a disadvantage compared to the non-vaccinated people in the population with respect to this Delta variant, which is going to become dominant. This is my fear. And, and I think, I think it's, it's, it's becoming true. true. There's, There's multiple papers that have been written about this, this problem of antibody enhancement, where the antibodies, so you produce powerful antibodies uh, in, in response to this vaccine because you're producing all the spike protein, your, your immune system is on fire making antibodies. It's sort of the only option it has. And those antibodies can will bind to the, to the virus. But they, but they don't necessarily, necessarily enhance. enhance. If, if you have, have a weak immune system to begin with, which you will if you've been chronically exposed to glyphosate, the antibodies, the antibodies can work in the opposite direction. direction. They, can they can facilitate both um, control, control against the virus and they can facilitate virus entry into weak macrophages, weak, weak immune cells, cells that they can then cause the virus to multiply within, within those immune cells, cells and, and cause the infection to spread faster. That's, That's the concern with ADE. Stephanie, just, um, um, I'm sure, sure you've seen, um, the, uh, the, uh, the, data, the data coming, coming out, out of Israel, Israel where, where they're already, already talking about, um, a surge injection. injection. One, One of the, um, um, in, in the, the, the drop, drop, I would say, say in the efficacy and effectiveness of this injection. Um, do you, do you, do you have, have a sense of how long they were in sense or in, I say, lighter, sources of how long does this spike? Uh, uh, stay, stay inside. inside. Uh, oh, that, 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 that is an excellent question, question and I wish I had the answer, answer but it can, can be, be, I think it can be permanent, and that, and that would be a situation where the RNA gets converted to DNA and gets incorporated uh, uh, into these plasmids, DNA plasmids that are capable of producing protein. And I think that can happen in cancer cells, it can happen in immune cells, and it can happen in sperm. It's been shown that sperm are able to convert. Uh, uh, RNA, messenger RNA, foreign ion RNA into DNA. DNA. They, they package it up into plasmids. They release it at the time of fertilization. 
fertilization. And the, and the fertilized, fertilized egg takes those plasmids up, up and they can become incorporated into the fetus and they can survive and be the offspring of the fetus. So we wrote about, about that in our paper as well. Very scary possibility of it becoming, becoming permanent. permanent. And I think other than, other than that, that, the RNA is very, very sturdy. They've, They've done everything they can to manipulate it so that it's completely not natural anymore. One of, One of the nucleotides was completely replaced with something else that makes it hard to break it down. They put in this polyethylene glycol, which itself is a problem because that's causing anaphylactic shock, but that's binding to the RNA, keeping it. The whole idea, normally if you injected a foreign RNA, your body would fall apart immediately because you have these enzymes that would attack it. So the, so the whole, whole game, game was to make sure, sure it was packaged, packaged up inside a lipid membrane, made, made to look like an LDL particle. They do, they do all, all these tricks. So it's, so it's a completely not natural thing. You're injecting you know, millions, millions of these units, units into, into your cell with that vaccine, into, into your body, and then it's going into the cells, and then the cells are going on fire. They're making the spike protein that can't stop themselves from doing it. It's extremely toxic. Um, it's, it's a really, really bad, bad scene, in my opinion. opinion. So, so we're basically poisoning everybody who gets this shot with some, some amount of, of um, spike protein. protein. We don't know how much. It probably depends, again, on the strength of the person's immune system. system. So, so I would guess that people who have, have a weaker immune system, system take longer to develop the antibodies and they're going to have a bigger load of spike. It's not clear how long the messenger RNA itself could last. But I, but I think it could be six months. months. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know. We need, we need the research, actually. We need to find out how long, how long that lasts. And as I said, if it gets converted to DNA, DNA it can last permanently. And because it can keep on getting generated from these uh, stem cells, it can, it can proliferate. They can just keep carrying it along in their offspring indefinitely. And especially if it gets into the sperm, releasing the TGA, getting it into the offspring. You could have it integrated to human DNA and be part of our genome for the rest of, uh, you know, for that particular person, it could end up spreading the population. So I think it's uh, that's another aspect that's quite frightening. And, you know, you know biology is amazing, and we don't really understand it very well. And the, and the whole dogma was DNA, RNA, protein. But more and more, we're realizing that there are human proteins. Of course, age is based on these retroviruses, which are able to convert RNA to DNA. But there are human proteins that can do that just as well. And that's something we only recently discovered. So, so just, just. So there you go. There's the money shot. So you realize that taking these shots with this mRNA technology inside of it where they've they masked it and made it very durable inside the cell so that the uptake will be uh, can't be attacked in other words they've uh, wrapped it in a in a kind of a membrane a, a cocoon so that the cell the the actual your body your system of your body cannot uh, attack it so that once it gets inside the cell it can do its damage to your cells and if you have a strong immune system, it seems to have less less ability to, uh, what would you say, uh, take over your cellular mechanisms and be converted into DNA um, permanently. Uh, it, you're somehow, so the weak are going to be subsumed by this uh, particular uh, technology where the stronger people will probably have some resistance to it, but that, isn't, that doesn't mean that they won't get converted into autoimmune uh, responses and other things that can go on inside yourself that's my non-biological take from that particular segment and when i say non-biological i don't have a degree i don't have four degrees from mit so i'm speaking off the cuff but that's what i gather is the the mechanism plus like i said it can be uh, generational then once it becomes part of your dna it can be spread along this is evil this is 
this is extremely evil. This is evil because it hasn't been pitched that way. It's been pitched as a coronavirus, uh, corona vaccine to help this particular coronavirus. And just so you know, Moderna had a, got the supposedly got the genetic uh, blueprint of the coronavirus on January 11th of 2020. That was two months before this turned into the pandemic that everybody was made aware of in March. Two months before. They had the phase one, uh, they had the vaccine produced by February 7th. They produced it on February 7th. Health and Human Services gave retroactive uh, uh, pro- product immunity back to uh, February 4th of 2020, three days prior to Moderna producing the first uh, vaccine. Moderna's uh, co-founder is Dr. Robert Langer, who happened to be the former FDA head. Notice a pattern here. Notice some a little little bit of nuance here. This is being driven by people. And Robert Langer, by the way, uh, uh, was a co-founder of a company that him and Bill and Melinda of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation still still has stock in. And Moderna was also funded by twenty million dollars from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Pfizer. Um, they are they are embedded in a host of these things. These people need to be arrested, by the way. They need to be arrested and charged with crimes against humanity. They need to be vetted in by guilt. They need to be stripped of their legal authorities. By the way, I don't want them to defend themselves. I know they deserve, quote-unquote, a fair and legal trial, but they're not offering us any fair and legal trials in this country right now. If we're going to say, I, I am all for going full Lincoln and suspension of habeas corpus on these people. That's that's where I am. Until they until until they until we can do a thorough investigation of who they are and what they did and who they talked to and find out who this whole gang is. These globalists need to be brought under brought to heel in a way that is un, needs to be very public, very open. Everything should be released. We should have absolute transparency of every piece of document, every email. If we had any investigatory body in the United States of America, and for that matter, the world, and I'm not talking about the UN because they suck. They're bought by China. They've given over their all their authority to moral authority. And see, the problem is, is this is what's happening. Our D.C. establishment are filled with corrupt, evil people. They, none of them, none of them have shown the, uh, shown the assertiveness to assert the moral authority of the U.S. Constitution against these forces, including the FDA, the CDC, the NIH, the FBI, the CIA. They all need to be brought to heel. And I mean brought to heel. These people are malicious communists. They have subverted our country and they're going to have to be held to account. People who work inside these agencies are nothing but evil, as far as I can tell. For example, I'm looking at what the FDA.gov. So they didn't complete the trial, by the way. Their first protocol submission was August 11th. The progress report doesn't even come out till September 30th. So they haven't even done what they're supposed to do in order to... And this, for, this is for my, the occurrence of mitocarditis in pericarditis following uh, administration of uh, I can't even remember I can't even read it from here I'm going to have to open it up N- needless to say 
they haven't completed a full a full trial investigation of this thing. Oh, uh, comrade uh, RNAT. We acknowledge the timetable you submitted on August 21st. So they just submitted a timetable tw- two days ago, which states that you will con- conduct the study according to the following schedule. And like I said, I mentioned August 11th, September 30th. This is of 2021. The interim report submission isn't due until March 31st of 2022. So they have another study, this, uh, the natural history of myocarditis and pericarditis following administration. So they have also another study about five years of follow-up. This is supposed to be done by the FDA, and yet they already just approved this medicine, and yet they don't even follow their own protocols. They're not. They're not doing what they're supposed to do. They're. 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 They're making. A, they have made a, a serious and grievous error against the United States population, and by that, by that token, even the world. And it's being driven by people in the who uh, the World Health Organization, which needs to be uh, dissolved. They're part of the UN, and they're uh, they're owned by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to a tune of about twenty five percent ownership of grant money. So they do whatever Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation tell them to do, which is just evil. So yeah, the requirements for pediatric assessments. We note that you have fulfilled the pediatric study requirements from ages 16 through 17 years for this application. And then they got going this. So yeah, they, they still haven't, they, they, they have the same problem with uh, doing a study completion. They haven't completed this. Study C49, or 45, sorry. C4591021 entitled Post-Conditional Approval Active Surveillance Study Among Individuals in Europe Receiving the Pfizer-BioNTech Coronavirus. So, uh, I'm going to go to the next, uh, I'm, I'm reading this off, off of Twitter, so someone uh, captured this information. Um, yeah, and they're going through it. So they're not actually doing what they're supposed to do. You deferred pediatric studies required under... Uh, Section 505B of the Federal Food and Drug Cosmetic Act are required postmarking studies. The status of these of these postmarking studies must be reported to according to 21 CFR 601-28 and Section 501-505 of the FDDCA. So they have all these legal, they have, they have all these legal hoops, but they're not even doing it. Label your annual report. They said label your annual report as annual status report of postmarking study requirements and commitments, and submit to the FDA each year within 60 calendar days of the anniversary date. So they deferred the pediatric study for safety and effectiveness in children 12 to 15 years. The first, the final protocol was last year. The study completion isn't supposedly due until 2023, and the final report isn't due until October 31st of 2023. So all these things for uh, certain studies are a long ways off. Uh, as final, uh, so okay, so they have a deferred pediatric study C four five nine one zero two three to evaluate the safety and effectiveness of uh, common adding in infants less than six months of age. So the final protocol submission isn't until January thirty first of twenty twenty two, and the study isn't going to be completed until twenty twenty four July thirty first. This is just ungodly that they, they these people even they, these people are in, in fact monsters. They they don't seem to they don't seem to understand why you're not supposed to do such stuff like this. This is not the way you. Uh, the reason why they're doing stuff like this is because it's all about money 
and power and control. And the fact that they're they're engaging in this type of behavior lends credence to the fact that people should never take this. And no matter what shot variation of it is, I don't trust these people, and no one should ever trust these people. They have shown that they are they they no longer they no longer have any any uh, idea of what they're trying to do to other human beings. These elitist snobs that we don't know whether they got the vaccine or not. Believe me, they're dancing around and acting like there's a big party. I mean, Obama had this big party and all this kind of stuff. And then, of course, they supposedly a bunch of people came down with COVID. It's all it's all a bunch of. I mean, if you actually look at the data, probably a quarter to a half of the people that quote unquote died extra may have died very much from stress and, and being old. They were over eighty years old, and they were being stressed into a situation. Their immune systems were weakened, and if you introduce a new virus that they're not in, their body is not used to being in contact with, they were likely going to pass away. This has been nothing but a, a hoax from the get-go, and it's all been about, as it turns out, it's not all about the vaccine. The vaccine is just another protocol. Uh, the COVID was, is like a gun, and the vaccine is like a bullet. The bullet is to shoot into humanity. Meanwhile, the elites are trying to consolidate power to themselves through BlackRock and Vanguard and other outlets, and also working with the Chinese Communist Party because they're trying to get a control mechanism over the entire population. They want a database of everything that goes on in our world. They want everybody to submit to this medical tyranny. They want to control your movements. They want to control your money. They want to control your food. They want to control your... Uh, they say it's due to environmental. That's all bullshit. They're using that as a cover to, to seize control of everything. This is pure worldwide communism at the highest level. And you know what? All these leaders at the top, all their media clowns, all their techno, uh, all their medical people, all their policemen, all the teachers who have involved themselves with this, who who have made decisions that they shall not and should not make it for other human beings, should be held, tried, and convicted. For their crimes against people, because they've used their they've quoted they've used their position of authority over other human beings to make them submit, and that makes them evil as far as I'm concerned. They have stripped people of their individual rights. They've stripped people of their voting rights. They cheated the elections. They've cheated the system. They've uh, ingratiated themselves to the wrong people. They are, they are, they are. It's high time that accountability be made, made, uh, brought to bear on all these people. And it's not going to be easy. This is just the start. We're in a, we've been in a worldwide war for the last 20 months, and many people aren't aware of this. I say this because I, I, I firmly believe that if, if people do not wake up to the fact that they're being beaten down and abused, and, and if they don't stop wearing masks, and taking orders from these people and resist these people with the full weight and measure of their peaceful, peaceful feet in the street every night, all night. Make these people suffer. Make these people have to listen to your listen to you. Make them make them make them fearful for their for their safety because they have done that to you. They've used the cops who are just milgram drones that have no compunction to beat down and abuse other human beings because they feel like they're superior to you. It isn't about race and it's not about sex. They just do it because 
there are many cops out there that enjoy beating on other people. There are some good cops out there. Don't get me wrong. There are there are many a good cop. But the ones that are currently working for these these assholes at the top, uh, no, they're not good cops. Because if you're a good cop, you would never work for these people. You'd quit a long time ago. Sorry, I'm getting bothered by a fly. <clears throat> Probably because I, I, I couldn't make a joke right now with Mike Pence in it, but I'm not going to. So, oh yeah, like today, Greta Van Susteren, she's a, she's in it. To those who would not get COVID vaccine until FDA approved, now is your chance. Pfizer is FDA approved as of today. If I were you, I would sign up today for an appointment and beat the rush. So, Greta Van Susteren, she, she's a huckster. She's an old, old woman that doesn't need to be listened to. Once again, we she she's too incapable to understand that. Either that or she's picked too bought and paid off. Anybody who's, everybody who's paid off is, uh, you have to, you have to wonder, do they, uh, do they even know what they're uh, suggesting? They're going to feel very, uh, for those that are just too stupid to understand science, they're going to be very regretful for the fact that when they start seeing people kick off. And this is going to happen. This is a ticking time bomb. Um, the one thing, uh, I guess I can go back to Def- uh, Dr. Stephanie Senna. It's probably a variable, a variable incubation period, and it's also based upon uh, whether or not you're um, you're bio- biologically capable of fighting this off. It's going to be very uh, dependent upon who you are as an individual. Some people are going to be impacted quite quite quickly within, I would say, maybe a three to six month window. Other people they may go two or three years before there is a significant impact on their health. And others may even go five years. And some may have no impact at all. That's the beauty of this. That's the beauty of this for the people that are that designed this. They knew that they, there was there's no... Every person is different. Every person is biologically different. Mm-hmm. We all have different genetics. We all have different genomes and, and whatnot. We're not... Except for the identical twins. But even their biology adapts. Because you can have two people that were grew up identical twins. And yet they have... Different thoughts, different feelings, different experiences over time, different uh, actions and behaviors, of course, uh, impact their biology. Uh, your cellular uh, degeneration and your cellular replacement cycle, which takes place over a course of like seven years. So over a course of seven years, every cell in your body will be replaced at some point or another. Because every second you're alive or every yeah, every instant you're, you're, your cells are constantly uh, dying off and regenerating inside your body, and you just don't—you're just not very aware of it, obviously, because your body is a, a mechanism, a system, it, and it has multiple systems, subsystems inside of that. I mean, this is just this is common sense, but of course, you know, most people don't want to deal with common sense; they want to deal with these uh, nebulous uh, theories because it it, it, it it lends credence to their ability to take over the world, I guess. So. Anyway, this has all been a cover because, of course, we have uh, uh, Afghanistan blowing up in our face. I haven't talked much to that uh, to that end about it, but uh, we have people that are um, willing to just let that stuff go. Let's see if she here here. I'm going to play something from uh, Mr. Peter Ducey, which is going to piss off some people. Does the, does the person have a sense that most of the criticism is not of? leaving Afghanistan, it's the way that he has ordered it to happen by pulling the troops before getting these Americans who are now stranded. 
Does he have a sense of that? First of all, I think it's irresponsible to say Americans are stranded. They are not. We are committed to bringing Americans who want to come home home. We are in touch with them via phone, via text, via email, via any way that we can possibly reach Americans to get them home if they want to return home. There are no Americans stranded is the White House's official position on what's happening in Afghanistan right now. I'm just calling you out for saying that we are stranding Americans in Afghanistan when I said when we have been very clear that we are not leaving Americans who want to return home. We are going to bring them home. And I think that's important for the American public to hear and understand. No, they aren't. She's a liar, and she went on vacation last week or did her own thing. It's a tweet from Robbie Starbuck, so uh, <laughs> he he, he uh, clar- further clarifies, and this is his opinion, Jen Psaki may have caught the same brain worms that Joe Biden suffers from if she truly thinks Americans aren't stranded right now in Afghanistan. If she really thinks they are doing a great job, that says everything we need to know about how unfit they all are. Correct. Absolutely. Um, because... What it says to me is that they would rather they've used the they've obviously used the vaccine as a a, a change of the narrative because uh, they've looked at their polling and the only thing they pull well on is is COVID because you know there's there's a plenty of sheep out there that believe because they had access to a vaccine that they've somehow uh, they've kowtowed to this thing because they want to go back to work and they want to put their nose back to the grindstone and they don't really want to pay attention to this stuff and they just wish all the other people would just shut up about it because of course you know they don't like anything that's inconveniently un, uh, they don't like inconvenient truths to them and by that I mean they they literally try to their best to avoid reality the actual reality they think they say well you're not living in reality yeah I am I'm living totally in a reality I mean granted we all have our perspectives on it but the way they away many people who are just you know they they don't want to take any responsibility for their actions they want government to provide for them they think the there's there's been this massive uh, ideological shift over the past 20 to 40 years where there are many people that are very happy very contented to let government make all kinds of stupid ass decisions for themselves for them as long as they have them to blame see as long as they can blame them if something goes wrong then they can always go well, if the government would stop being policing and doing this and doing that. And I agree. We should have never been in Afghanistan. I was never a supporter of this. I was never a supporter of the Iraq War. I thought it was an absolute asinine way to go about doing something. Especially when all you had to do was just go over there with a crack. A small team of very highly trained soldiers or commandos or however you want to term that. And take out take out the man in charge that you want, or take out the people that were involved in the in the actual bombing, which included uh, evidently twenty one Saudi Arabians. So why didn't we go head hunting for those people? I mean, yeah, they went down with the the planes, but there were people behind them that we needed to involve ourselves with, and that's what you should have done. You could have you probably could have uh, done a, a hell of a lot better job taking out the top tier terrorist uh, organizers instead of going in and destroying actually two countries to try to satisfy your bloodthirst but of course war is about a war these wars are all about money and power for the pentagon power for raytheon power for general dynamics power for all these major corporations who do defense contracting they need a testing ground for their new war war weapons so the best way to have a testing ground is to go ahead and start a war irrespective of whether that a, and we're not even dealing with the, the hypothesis that 9/11 was a 
was a big con job uh, set up by in, inside the Bush administration and globalist powers that be. We don't even, I'm not going to even, enter, I, I don't even have to entertain that. But what if it was? What if we found out that all that stuff was just hokum and maybe we were just sold a, a pick and a poke by these people in order to get us involved in this? The last 20 years, the last 21 years, or 20 years, since 9-11, our country's added $22 trillion worth of deficit. All to pay off people, all to pay off the defense contractors, the medical industry, uh, to give people welfare that honestly needed nothing but, uh, needed didn't need welfare, they needed good infrastructure, they needed investments in, in their communities. There's a whole host of things we could have invested our money into. Instead, we've been throwing money. We, we've generated all this deficit, all this debt on the national debt that goes onto the back of the United States citizenry who has to pay this off or we're going to go bankrupt as a nation. And it will be the largest bankruptcy in humanity's history. And you know what? You know what happens when you have a civilization or a, you can dare I say, empire collapse? There's going to be a lot of there's going to be a lot of knock-on effects. Of course, this is being driven by China, who wants to be the rising power, who wants to once again wants to rule the world. China has been around for five thousand plus years. China has done a lot of evil in that time. China has caused a lot of misery and anger and frustration across their their own continent. You know, there's a reason why Japan exists. They Japan exists because people offshored back there back in around seventeen in, in the seventeen A.D. Because I got sick and tired of the, 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 the situation they were dealing with. China is not a good actor for those out there that believe China is such a special actor. China's not a good actor and it's certainly not a good actor with the CCP at the head of it. You need to cut the head off that snake. And the, the fact that the Western world has, has catered to these assholes for so long and all these business corporations act like basically they're just like soft Nazis basically. That's really what it is. If you're a CEO of a major corporation and you do most of your business in China, you are a Nazi. You are you are an actual Nazi. You're dealing business with a psychopathic regime that that enslaves people to do uh, do uh, labor for, for nearly nothing and monitors their people. And if you dare say one word against the regime, they will cut your tongue out. And you're a CEO. You're supposed to have some ethical moorings, but of course, most CEOs don't have any ethical moorings. All they care about is whether or not they get a golden parachute and whether or not they have people underneath them that'll tell them what they want to hear with their yes people. You know, highest paid person in charge. Uh, you know, I, this isn't what they're teaching you in school either. And it has nothing to do with capitalism. It has to do with this pure cronyism, this, uh, this corruption of the model of capitalism. They've corrupted capitalism. And now they want pure, I mean, you're dealing with communism. I mean, they literally, it's in the, uh, the CCP, you know, offered this laissez-faire capitalism uh, to get people drawn in and sucked into this idea that, you know, there's no rules and regulations there. But there are rules and regulations there. You have to, you have to allow them to run and control your, your company. So many of these CEOs, they come to find out that they're not in charge of their own corporation and that they have to abide by CCP rules if they want to get that cheap labor or, you know, basically they want slave labor. It's amazing these idiots ran over there. They ran over there and the capital markets have more than complied and given given, given uh, buttress the, the positions that these people take. 
it's such it's just hot garbage how much uh, how much danger and uh, damage the CCP will do to this world and nobody will do a damn thing about it and I don't want to just I'm not blaming the damn the damn people they're under the same oppression but nobody their people won't even stand up to their their leaders of course not because most people most people when it gets right down to it they're weak they refuse to they refuse to stand up for what's right they're afraid they're afraid well they can I can't do anything by myself exactly that's a the power of the globalist is that they can once they get enough power they they hang out with the same people and they conspire to hurt the rest of humanity which means that the only way you can ever stand against them is one united front but we have to get rid of all these stupid sheeple that keep on listening to these people and keep on uh, keep on placating to them hoping that they won't hurt them well they're going to hurt you if you're a sheep out there and you know you're a sheep you should know you're a sheep by now uh, you need to change your little attitude and, and stop being so so uh, uh, stuck on stupid because these people are not going to, you're not going you're not going to get any power in the regime you're going to be you're expendable as soon as they get what they want and believe me what they want is a lot less of us a lot less of us who knows how little how little they think of you but I can say this um, they they you're only good to them as long as you're not uh, you're not around so I don't know it, it, it should be very it, it should be very uh, telling what the future uh, holds for a lot of people if we don't uh, figure out um, how to com- combat this this damnable situation that we're currently in um, and I guess I've said enough and, and gone far enough today um, I think I'm going to close out this episode I've talked I've talked up a storm but I'm going to close out with my um, patriotic music um, let us all try to focus on 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 how to fight back amongst the things that we can fight back against um, I put a link in for a gab article about vaccine exemption uh, and there's uh, f- five downloads available there so I put a link in the description so you can try to get religious exemption try to try to p- uh, put that in the your employer's hand every state is different but of course states are going to say well you know the corporate the corporate body's going to make you do certain things anyway the links in, it's a gab it's an important download there's people out there that are getting sent letters by their employers talking about what they should do with their face mask and what their vaccination face masks don't work it's not a closed and controlled environment it's like putting a chain link fence up in front of your face. All it does is catch bacteria and makes you sicker. So you shouldn't do that. Um, as it turns out, uh, there's a there was a publicinterestlegal.org document dropped about mail-in ballots. As it turned out, there was probably about 15 million unknown ballots in the 2020 elections that were sent out that didn't. We don't know what happened to them. So that's about 10%. That was more than enough to change the, the change the, the election. So for those out there, I, I hope um, you can find some solace and, and find good days ahead. It's not going to be easy. Um, sometimes I, I 
get frustrated and angry just because, like everything else, you're wanting things to, to tact to where people actually address this and care about their freedoms and their rights. So God bless the United States of America. God bless Australians. And God save the world.